Welcome to the show. Be sure to check us out at Bearded Bean Coffee Company for your very own bag of shipwreck show coffee. Let the taste and aroma of hazelnut stimulate your senses as you kick back, relax, and catch the next slide. And for all your health and wellness needs, be sure to check us out at rogershood.com for products to help cleanse your body of unwanted toxins, helping you live your best life. Use Shipwreck 5 for 5% off any of your Rogershood products and start the journey of cleansing your body of worms today. We also have a variety of tumblers, beer glasses, and coffee mugs for your drinking pleasure. All the links needed for that are listed below in the description and in the about tab of hit this here channel. Be sure to hit the like button, which helps push us further out into the algorithm. And if you're new here and like what you see, be sure to hit the subscribe and the bell so you don't miss a show. I also wanna give a shout out to all of our YouTube members who help us keep the lights on. For five bucks a month, you get access to fun emojis, first look at the weekly guests and access to shows that may not be streamed publicly. To join the crew, simply click the join button or the link listed here in the description. With that all being said, you guys, as always, I love your faces. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everything. And enjoy the show. Bye, guys. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Ooh. to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your host. And tonight, we've got the more you know with Mr. Jacob Dials. Jake, my guy, how are you doing tonight? Hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm Hi. on pre-workout, dude. Um, I only got to use about half of that because I had a show to do. So um, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm, it's understandable. I'm Why did you take pre-workout before the show, though? We're not going to work out tonight. No, I already did. I only did about a half of a workout. So I oh, took so it and get... did a half of a workout, and then I came here. Ooh, maybe I should have invited my friend on. You guys could have just like gone at it. I made a friend this morning, Jake. Did you know this? I heard something about it through the grapevine. Um, super, tell super me all about friend. your friend. I will, but give me a minute. Let me run through and say hi to all the people first. So we got Purple Princess is in the house. Hello, Purple Princess. Welcome to the live. And Daisha and Jeannie and Sonia Brown. And Jeannie again. And Charlotte. Charlotte. I called you Charlotte. I'm so sorry. Charlotte, welcome to the live. Maggie is in the house tonight as well. We're going to scroll up a little bit. We had Texas Mags. Ginger Girl and Benson. And Stone Bryson and Megan O'Connell and Daisha again. And Susan68, welcome to the live. You guys, welcome to the live. I love your faces. Thank you for being here. And a very happy Friday. I hope you enjoy the show. So, Jake, I woke up this morning and I stretched and I, I did some yoga poses, right? Getting all ready for my day. And I opened the Tiki Talk and uh, there's a video of some guy calling me out. And he's like, Shipwreck, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, whoa, who are you? Like, who Today? Are you, Today. <laughs> now, the video, to be fair, is older. I think it's from the end of March. It's from an account that I no longer have. So I go to this person's account okay and he's a he, he's a he him her and his account is at 113,000 followers some ridiculous ass number because he probably ain't never been banned and i go down and i find the video and i'm like well you're the reason this account went down then because this is what happens right i get a vi i get a video that goes viral and then somebody with a really big account gets a hold of that video and then they make a video of it and then all of their people come over and they mass report my account and then it goes down mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i am like you know, and see, history, now, now listen, you guys, we've kind of gotten away from this, and it's done us very well. Like, we don't make the clapback videos anymore. We don't respond to the comments anymore. We don't live in a per permanent state of lower vibration any longer. However, hey. I woke up this morning, and I was like, fuck you, dude. Nice. <laughs> and I, I know, and I made my own video, and then I meditated, and then I did <laughs> 
<laughs> I called him a beta male. And um, I told him yep. to never address me like he knows who the fuck I am ever again. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> well, because see, here's the thing is like he's a big deal here on the Tiki Talk. Uh, but that's pretty much it. It looks like he tried to do some other stuff, but didn't really take it too far. Uh, so here on the TikTok, he's a big superstar, um, but really wasn't able to go anywhere else with it. And so that's what I kind of no. ran with because I could have proved him wrong because the video footage that he showed uh, was proven to be propaganda that was used from previous wars and not necessarily the one in Ukraine. Um, but I really didn't feel like to go find it all. So I didn't. And I'm like, you just go find it. My telegram, you shit stain on the underwear of life. But um, and then I left it and then I shut my phone off and walked away for a while. And uh, then I kind of debated on whether or not I would take it down, because, again, we don't really do this anymore. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I left it up. And here's kind of why I left it up. OK, I put okay. this in my telegram, too, because there are some times where it is OK to stand up for yourself. And I feel like in this instant with this guy in his big account full of him taking other creators videos and making fun of them specifically women mm. specifically small accounts mm. um deserved a video of his own to expose him for his lack him? of that's, oh no that's, that's my him. that's my kid I, I have him in a box back right over here <clears throat> you fucker <laughs> anyway so I left the video and and I, I kind of came to you with it. And I said, listen, I know, like, I know, I know, I know. And we could talk about this another time and how I, you know, don't do this anymore. But it gave me an idea. And I wanted to talk about how <clears throat> I wanted to go with. And he, I know you didn't really want to, but I wanted to lead with this is kind of why we're in the position that we're in. Because when you talk about the divine feminine and the divine masculine, so the divine masculine is put here to protect the women. And it kind of goes back to the nuclear family. And this is what the father figure does. They protect the women and the children. And then the, the female, the divine feminine is the, the comforter is the one that does, you know, the, the other stuff. Okay. And at some point that got blown up. And so now we got a guy out here who all he does is attack women on TikTok, And then we all kind of mm -hmm. wonder why we're in the position that we're in with the government. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's being a, he's being applauded for it. He's got that creator fund, I'm sure. And he's making all kinds of money. And you came back to me and said something along the lines of, we have gotten into the habit of celebrating people for being a pussy. If I, if I remember correctly, is, is kind <laughs> of your word, your words on that. So, and I thought that was really interesting because I had never really thought of it like that, but you were right. We are celebrating people, specifically men, for being weak, like the weaker you are, the more you are celebrated in this today's culture. Would you agree? Kind yeah. of. I, I think we cater and I think we cater in all the wrong ways. Who's we? I don't cater. Obviously, obviously. We as a collective, not okay. doesn't necessitate everyone, but the the majority, it seems. And and what we what we talked about was roughly around 2007, 8, 9, we started mm -hmm. catering to people. My argument is pretty much always going to be, well, it started when we started giving people participation trophies. I would agree. Now we have an entire generation out here who has zero like self accountability. Like they don't, they mm -hmm. act like they should just get things because they should just get them. Now the problem is, is we're mm -hmm. actually just giving them them things. Mm -hmm. Do you ever, do you notice that too? Like, I'm going to go back to this guy and this is a very high level example, but like I said, so this dude's rocking at a hundred, 113,000 people on his account. He probably his first account, probably oh, his it. only account. 
I know he's got some backups out there um, with, but those are just like different accounts that he uses to make fun of people with different names. But he's probably had these accounts longer than I've ever been able to keep one. And yeah. I'm on like this account that I'm, I'm working on has been banned five different times um, for months at a time. And so it's never been able to grow to that size or above and beyond that because of that. So we're not only celebrating people for being that way, but we're like, we're, we're paying them. Like they're, they're given mm -hmm. the edge, like they're given the one up, we're giving them the platform to do it. And it's only going to get worse because the EU came out today and, and the Clintons and the Obamas are pushing for this, but they're going to come down on the censorship even more now. Like they're, they're really pushing for legislation to, for the social media apps to really start policing the information that's getting put out there even more than they are now. Mm -hmm. And boy, that's just, that's just a one shove, no grease for us. Like we're screwed. Yes. Cause we already tell the line. I feel like a lot of times. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Why did this happen? Like, why, why are we doing this? Cause it never used to be like this. Like it used to be like, if you were man, you were celebrated from being manly, like mm -hmm. Teddy Roosevelt, right? He fought bears in the white house or some shit. <laughs> but he was he was celebrated for it. like he like back then and in China they even have like courses you have to take in public school on how to be a more manlier man. But here in the states, we're like, like you don't have a penis, you have a non-binary body part function, and not only that, but they want to teach it to kindergartners in school. Like we're we're and we're allowing it to happen. Why are we allowing this to happen, Jake? Why is this being allowed to happen? Because we allowed it to start in the first place. Same with two weeks. We allowed it to happen in the first place. And it got worse, didn't it? Two years, three years later, and we're still on two weeks. Two weeks <laughs> to slow the spread? It's my yeah. I'm going to get it tattooed on my ass, I think, one of these days. Two yeah. weeks to slow the spread. Yeah, it's still two weeks, guys. It's been three years. Three years is two weeks. Um, but that's that's how it started, Ship. So you you have to take... What, what you have to look at here? 2000, let's just say... Let's just put it in simple mathematical terms. Let's just say 2005, just because it's a five. Nice round okay. number. So we started catering to people. And what we started okay. doing, and I think I think this is pretty much the door opening and people walking through the opportunity of being catered to. When, when I say that we started giving people participation awards, we, we literally did. Um, I grew up I grew up in athletics. I grew up in sports and competition and all of that. And I understand how mm -hmm. it works. Mm -hmm. And for anybody to be a great competitor, they have to understand two things. They have to understand how to win. And they also have to understand how to lose. And both of them, they must do humbly. But when you bridge that gap is when we have an issue. When, when an individual doesn't have to be concerned with winning or losing, because either way they get rewarded, then what is the incentive to excel? There is none. If you did your job, if you had a job and you did it poorly and you never got okay. fired, you would still continue to do your job poorly because you're getting rewarded for, for that. If, if they say, we're going to pay you $25 an hour to move 500 boxes a day and you're just going to load them into a truck and you say, okay, sign me up. And mm -hmm. instead of that, you take the money, you get paid that full amount. And you don't ever hit 500. You do maybe 100 because you don't feel like it. And you spend most of your mm -hmm. time jacking around, talking to your friends and ho-humming around. Because I don't want to be there. This is too hard or whatever. 
and they say, oh, it's okay, little buddy. We're still going to pay you anyway. We're not really going to fire you. We just need you to be here. And then you say, okay. And then they say, oh, just make it look like you're doing something. You know, stay busy. You know, try to stay busy through the day. You did your best. You did good. And so you get rewarded for that bad behavior. You're gonna, you're not going to stop because you're getting the same reward as the next person who's over here busting ass every day. And they're throwing five, six, seven hundred boxes a day into the truck. And they're looking at you. And they don't like you. And they say, we don't like you either. Look, why do I like work you. hard and make the same amount of money while you slack off and make the same amount of money? Why am I picking up your slack? This gets tiring. This gets old. And that seems to get rewarded, especially in the workplace, is because it's tolerated. That is the problem in the first place, is that we allow it to happen in the first place. <clears throat> I'm not saying go all gung-ho and fire everybody the first day they screw up or slack off. Everybody's mm -hmm. entitled to take a break every once in a while, but mm -hmm. not 100% of the time. <laughs> there are limits. I I, I, and I would have to agree as somebody who's been in that position where, um, I've, I mean, I've busted my ass in jobs and, and worked really hard and still got paid the same as some of my counterparts who literally did nothing. Like I was coming in on weekends, they were barely pulling eight hour days. Like I'm, so I get that it, it does get frustrating because that's where burnout comes in and that's a management issue. Like if management's yes, not holding those people accountable, but and how does that either? Well, there's really nothing I can do. I'm not their boss. I can't hold them accountable. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't come down there like but I can I can leave the position. Like I can go and find a different job where I'm more appreciated. You could how do you do you feel like that attributes kind of to what's going on today? Like Absolutely, on a more grander? How do you feel like that started? Like and do you feel like it was done on purpose? Yes. Absolutely I do. Okay. It was done on purpose. That's why we started giving participation trophies to begin with because we okay. we wanted everyone to feel welcome we wanted everyone to to feel like uh that's that's really when i identified it as starting is when we started doing this we were giving you know kids seven eight nine ten um you know a, a ribbon or a trophy just for showing up and on the team and you could have ridden the bench you know whatever sport it is the entire season never scored a point never never had an rbi never had a base hit none of that and still gotten a trophy so you you have you have both ends of the spectrum you have the kid who worked his butt off and practiced all year round and you know game winning rbis you know steals you know he's a great kid you know mm -hmm. very minimal errors and he works his butt off and he earned his trophy and you got the guy who worked his butt off to earn that trophy looking at the kid who rode the bench and didn't try because he didn't have to and what we're doing is we're we have to be, it's sometimes you have to flip a table chip. Like you said earlier is sometimes we got to piss some people off and I don't, you know, things are what they are. If your kid sucks and if your kid isn't practicing, if your kid doesn't care, it's your responsibility to pull them off the team. It, that kind of behavior shouldn't be rewarded. That is the whole idea behind competition is to try your best, learn something new to get better and attempt to succeed and attempt to win some people take that too far and make it unhealthy but especially for kids in the younger generation they have to understand these lessons because these are the important lessons in life for them and they need to learn these things at a young age it helps them develop into mature and emotionally stable adults and that's what we need and that's what we don't have so the problem you have to trace it back 
and you have to look at it through what did we encourage through their childhood? Well, the very first problem that I identified was participation trophies. Okay. And then they, they go through their entire lives understanding that they don't have to work hard and they'll still get the same reward. So then they can do it at home. They can do it at school. They can do it at work. And then they'll carry that into adulthood if that is if that behavior isn't changed or corrected and it should be corrected it's not the right mentality to have for developing and developed country or a society or anything that we attempt to excel in this entire country was built on the backs of people who wanted to excel and for people who wanted to win and, and for people who wanted to produce and we made a very great system here i'm not sure it's the best system but i would definitely say it's one of the best systems in the entire world and we have everything we have because of the people who helped develop it. So I'm going to go back. I want to go back and I want to talk about, and because I know we talked a little bit about this too. So I had bounced this idea off of Jake earlier today. And, and you said we needed, like nobody corrected it. And we, we talked about swinging from one extreme to the next, right? So we went from the boomers. So the boomers with their kids, like you were working in the fields at five years old, like you were plucking, you know, weeds out of the fields. I don't know if you guys ever did that. Yeah. I did. Um, I remember the bean buggy days and the, the detasseling. Okay. And I was like eight. Okay. And I remember doing that. And I remember that like growing into now can have, I see, I could like, they, you would put kids out in a cornfield now to detassel, like CPS is going to show up at your door, right? Yeah. The neighbor is going to call somebody. Absolutely. So when you talk about who needed, who needs to correct this, we went to this other extreme and there was another dynamic in this. But who do you feel like needs to correct that kind of behavior? So if your kid is sucking eggs on the field, not putting in the work, not doing what they're supposed to be doing, the coach isn't going to do it because of the way societal norms are, right? They can't do it because you kind of have their nuts and advice too. So as a parent, this is where I talked about the nuclear family and the father. I feel like that is, yeah, I feel like that's a father's job almost to come in and be like, listen, you sucked. You don't deserve, you know what I'm saying? You don't deserve to play. I do it with my kids because we can have those conversations. It's a team effort. But I feel like there was when divorce kind of became the norm and the, the, the nuclear family was blown up and the fathers went off to the wayside and the mothers had to depend on the government. There was nobody to correct that behavior, right? As a mother myself, like we get... I love my kids and I'm, I'm, I'm probably pretty hard on them, but I can see a difference. in like when I say something to them and when their dad says something to them, because if dad has yes. to say something to them, it's pretty like on point. And I Absolutely. mean, I'm mean. I'm mean as fuck, but like, they aren't afraid of me necessarily. That's because but you're you, mom mean. I'm mom mean, right? Like I'll take away all the fruit snacks. I'll sit and eat them right in front of you. Like I'm mm -hmm. psychological. But do you think that that had like maybe that was the start of breaking the, whole thing? the nuclear family up was one of the worst things we could ever do for this for this society. Yeah, but that was and done by design, though, right? Absolutely, it was. I think it was. Absolutely, yeah. it was, and it started unfortunately in um, <clears throat> the lesser the lesser having communities. And it started sometime around the 70s and the 80s. Okay. And facts are facts, people, um, despite how we feel. And whether you, you know, whether we agree with things or not, that's one thing that we very much have to understand in today's world is that facts are one thing, opinion is another. One is important for argument, 
anecdotal evidence isn't evidence. Right. Just because you have a story doesn't mean that it's true across the board. But facts okay. are true across the board. Factually, I'm, I can't give you the specific date, but sometime around the 70s and the 80s, what we see is the shift. Um, we, we came out of World War II um, in 1945, and we started developing again after everything calmed okay. down about a year or two after, which is why you have the baby boomers and all that. So that, that generation, th those people coming into this, into this world were the movers and the shakers and the people who put us where we were roughly about 20 years ago. Um, and that was when they were in their prime of their generation. You know, the, the boomer generation is retiring now. They're in their 70s. And when they were in their 50s, that's that's where they were getting ready to start taking their home run swings and say, you know, I've got about 10 or 15, maybe 20 good years if I'm lucky. I'm going to swing for the fences and I'm going to do the best that I can. And then maybe the last couple of years, once I get headed toward retirement and I'm in there, I'm going to just taper off and I'm going to let somebody else take in, you know, step in and, mm -hmm. and take over as they should. Okay. Um, but that that didn't happen because we had some people um, that apparently were voted into our system. And what they did was they encouraged bad behavior. And they did that through various means. And one of the worst means that they did was they used um, the war on drugs and used that as a valid argument um, okay. to actually allow more drugs to flood into our streets. And as soon as they flooded into our streets, the only place that they would flood into are the large cities um, where, yeah, um, it's going to sound a little woke of me to say, but it flooded into the predominantly black communities. And what happened um, around the 70s is you saw a devastating amount of unfortunately parents in general it's not just the fathers it's the mothers and the fathers turn to things like drugs on the street and not have a way to pay for their drugs so as any addict would they resort to things like petty theft and when that's not enough to, su to suffice the addiction they do things like grand larceny or they'll steal a vehicle or they'll rob a bank and then we see many many hollywood movies that detail this you can watch you can watch plenty of the older Hollywood creations that detail this exact same thing. There's always a bank robber and he's always black almost 90% of the time. And there's always a drug dealer on the street and it's a homeless black dude. And you can mm -hmm. see the picture that they're painting of this. And this is an unfortunate scenario for a wonderful group of people. Um, and it worked because everybody had a TV. This was the seventies and the eighties. Everybody had television. Everybody watched TV. The, the lowest, right. The lowest watched show on TV at the time had almost 20 million viewers on it. And the highest watched show that I can remember was The Walking Dead. And it was the number one show for a couple of years. And it had less than 9 million. And it was number one. And the, I loved the, the Walking Dead. Yeah, I liked it too. Mm -hmm. And and back then, just to show you the numbers, like I said, it, it, you know, and at that time, to have 20 million viewers on the on the least watched show on network television. That's a lot of people. If we had those numbers now, people would be freaking out. Yeah, but didn't wasn't back then too. So TV, I mean, it wasn't new, but it was kind of new. And there really was only like four channels. Yeah. So you had maybe more, maybe five channels. You had, and then they would have like their, um, like your CBS, your PBS. You know, you would have your news at night. You would have your family shows. So that that does kind of, I mean, and they did. They they projected these they're projected like these drug dealers as and you had said it perfectly earlier you had said that 
they made them look dangerous, but then they made dangerous cool. They make dangerous cool. Right. And so then more people wanted, right. More people wanted to be this and do this because they wanted to be cool and edgy. But where did the drugs come from then? Like we talked about this all being a part of the plan, all being part done by design. And I believe to, to initially to blow up the nuclear family so that they could implement all of the things that they have implemented now that are kind of, we're at the top of this zit, right? Mm-hmm. Where everything is blown up and we don't have anybody holding any kind of accountability for themselves. But do you believe that the government came in with this and, and did yes. this on purpose? Or do you believe it's just unfortunate? Or They yes? absolutely did it on purpose. They absolutely do it on purpose. I worked on law enforcement for 10 years. They do it on purpose. It's been done on purpose. It is done on purpose. Not, what do you feel like the purpose is? Not every... Um, <clears throat> you have to make it look like you, you're doing something in order for the people to have faith in you and believe in you, right? Okay. You have to yes. show You have to show evidence of your plan working in order for the people to get behind you. And when you start to pass through um, Congress with your, with your state representatives pushing these bills to the top, being incentivized to push these certain bills to the top and, and create this giant campaign for a war on drugs and spend billions and billions of dollars when it's ineffective, when we're just allowing them to go free and run the streets anyway, but we'll take the select few and select spots like Los Angeles is a big drug place because the cartels are rampant there. They are, they are absolutely rampant. And where I'm at in Indiana, unfortunately, one of the biggest drug pipeline highways goes right through the middle of Indiana and goes um, all the way North into Canada and then all the way South into Miami. And from there, that's in the nineties, uh, crack was the big thing. Um, the picture that that's painted in your mind, if you think about it, is probably a black guy smoking a crack pipe, right? Mm-hmm. That's how they portrayed it. With, that's how they with like three it teeth in his mouth. And, you know, correct. Yeah. You, you all got any cracks at five, five o'clock crack giveaway Wednesday or whatever it is that Chappelle said. Yeah. Right. That's the picture that is unfortunately painted in our heads. And we just have to, we just have to be honest and say, yes, that is what it is because it is. Um, and the reason why that happened is because it's so cheap and it's very easy to get. And we get it from Columbia and we get it very, very cheap. We allow it to run across our streets and every once in a while we'll do something about it to make it look like we're doing something so we can get more funding in order to go in and do more of that and make more money and get more funding. Kind of like wars. Yes. I'm finding this out a lot with wars. It's things that we we create a problem that we go to war over, and then the war is the solution to the problem that we created so that we can make more money while we're going through the war. Yep. It's there's everything, ever actually anything the government does, it seems like essentially is to solve a problem that they created so that they can make money off of the solution to the problem that they created to begin with. Oh, you mean they create the problem and then offer the solution? Um, Correct. Hand in hand, <laughs> huh? Correct. All of it is hand in hand. Absolutely. It is. How, well, how do you feel like this plays into, so now we have some of these adults, right? And like, and like, like this guy here on the Tiki talk. And I, this is this, the guys. And I was talking about this a little bit in my life, guys like this, I get triggered by, but I do, I just do. I, I, and he, it's frustrating to me because I feel like he comes after basically goes he a lot of his contents yeah i do feel like he goes and goes after females like he's like hmm. got this complex with with the female portion of it and the way i always kind of viewed things and i know it's kind of old-fashioned and this is 
also why I catch a lot of shit too, because I always present myself as a very strong fan. I don't need anyone to fight my battles for me. I know what the fuck I'm doing. I know how to do it. I know how to run my own business. Right. But it can often be viewed as almost like a toxic, like, like a woman stepping into a man's world at that point. Like, you know, and then I kind of get some pushback from that. And it's, it's interesting because it's like, well, I wouldn't have to do this. I wouldn't have to be like this if we had more men stepping up and doing what they need to do, which is to protect, you know, the, the, the weaker of the two sexes, which would be the females. Right. But, but shit, unfortunately men have, have spent the last decade or more being, being depressed and just beat down and made to believe that they're the bad guy. And, and, and oh my okay. gosh, we're going to get in. Okay. So I had this, <laughs> I had this guy. He's like, listen, <laughs> the only reason men are acting the way that they are now, cause they didn't got no balls is because the toxic femininity movement demasculated them. Fine. I'm fine with that. You're right. You are 100% correct, sir. I have seen these toxic feminists. I, I, I they too. scare me. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of a lot, but the screeching that lady when the Hillary Clinton, and then they made all the memes about her. She's in like the neon vest and she's screaming no. like on her. Yeah. That lady yeah. scares the shit out of me. And not because like, I'm afraid like I could whoop her ass probably, but like emotionally, she's kind of like the one that would like shank you and not even think about it. Like she would just be yeah. like, she's so angry. She just has to shank you. Like yeah. those people scare me. But at what point? So then we talk about toxic femininity, right? Well, there was a point in history where the women were taken out of the home and forced to work because the men were addicted to crack and going to jail for different things. So we're working, but the, we couldn't make enough because we weren't making the same as men. And so then we had to supplement with government, um, like government income as well. So we became dependent on the government. And so the, I guess the question that I have about it is at what point did women stop trusting their men to do what they needed to do to a point where they felt they had to go out on their own and do what the man does in order to just survive? Like what happened? That was, do, in the do 50s. you kind of follow what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, that, so what happened in the fifties? Okay. So with, with the fifties, you had this, you had this entire system built up after the, after the war and, and, and people were, were going back home and going back to work and becoming more productive. And we needed more workforce. We needed more people in the workforce. And back then, um, you know, you could buy a brand new car for about two or three grand. You could buy a brand new mm -hmm. house for, you know, $30,000, $40,000. And mm -hmm. at that point, you could have one livable income. And so usually the head of house, which was the male, the, the husband went to work and he worked his nine to five. This this was the American dream that that you had to be now have to be asleep in order to see it because it right. definitely doesn't exist anymore. But at one point in time, there was a generation that existed to where the husband went to work and worked his nine to five, made his paycheck, brought home the bacon and the mom was there as the provider. You always see these 50s videos in black and white of. June Cleaver, look at her in her new microwave oven, you know, and she's got her apron in her on belt, and got her I hair love those done. Dresses. Yeah, yeah, those things are awesome. Yep. Spring dresses. I love that. Yep. And that that was that was great for a while. It was. It kind of sucked in some ways, but uh, you know, compared to what I think we're dealing with now, I think it was far better in many many ways. I agree. In my opinion. Um and it was extremely effective. And the problem was we started 
we started seeing things become more public and we saw things happen like JFK and, and, and various things like this because it is an absolute abhorrent problem when your president says we are uh, morally objective to speaking out against secret societies. And that's um, one, of, one of JFK's speeches. He calls out literally secret societies and secret pacts and secret governments. And he says it and he, he gets blown away for it. And so we had some very nefarious and very selfish and greedy and very mean and evil people start to step in and say, no, we want to control these people because that's our money. We want that money. Mm -hmm. That's going to be our money. We're going to get that money. So what we're going to do is we're going to create a fuel crisis. We'll raise taxes. We'll pass legislation that gives us pay raises. We'll keep our forever jobs. We'll become rhinos and we'll set legislation on very stupid things. And what, what happened was after, after taxes started to increase and after all of these things started to get progressively worse, the mother was forced to leave home and do work. And if you remember, I, I don't know if you remember really when, when like women um, used to go like basically do like Tupperware parties like that used to be a uh-huh. big thing. I do. And that was a, we do it with Avon now thing. too. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's the same. Everything is just repeating itself in a different way. But that was a huge thing for them to do because they still had that time management where they could work their own hours and still be home. And you know, like they, a I only want to work four hours today, so I'm going to do that. And you know, I can still yeah. be home and take care of the kids and make dinner and have dinner at a table by the time husband gets home and blah 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 blah. And I got to go meet Sally Sue for a Tupperware party. And then it just got worse from there. Because the more income that came in, the more taxable income, the more taxes you have, the more funding you have, the more funding you have, the more that you can spend and do and take. So it just upscaled from there. And people said, I want money too. So they went to work for it and they got screwed for it. Okay. Yeah, I I would have to, I do. And I kind of agree with this. And I know a lot of people in the comments are saying it too. Um, Like we, so I stay home with my kids and, um, but I, I do. And I, I, for a while there, I really didn't do it. I would bake things. I ran a little bakery out of our house for a little while um, and sold cool. some stuff that way. And now I do the podcast thing, which which does pay a little bit. But it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't obviously pay near what it would if I had a job job. But the idea of me being home with my kids, for the kids, the idea of my kids knowing that there's a parent at home, no matter what happens, to me is a huge deal. Because like when I was a latchkey kid, like there was never anybody home. If I got sick from school, I went home by myself and I stayed home by myself. Like there was nobody there to make soup or anything like that. And I never really wanted that for them, which is interesting because I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I was very big into corporate. I loved the corporate world. I wanted to be CEO of a big company. But what is, I find very... um I find when that changed and I, it changed for a lot of people. I, I have some people in the comments saying it too during 2019, 2020. So we talk a lot about COVID lining our COVID. Hold on. Purple princess. I love your face. Thank you so much. That's not necessary, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, we talk about COVID silver linings and I have this theory that COVID everybody says that COVID came from China. It came from a bat China bad. COVID bad. And this is what happened. And now people are like, well, COVID came from a lab. Labs are bad. And the, then the bad guys did it. And da, da, da. I have this theory that COVID now that we kind of know that COVID has been um, overblown and that's out there. Don't come for me. It's out there. What? They wrote a big article on it. The numbers were inflated. Some, you know, 
Money was given to places where it probably didn't need to be How because dare of inflated you, you numbers. Trumper. Okay, and then New York has to pay a lot of that money back. Okay, so you guys know where I'm going with this. I'm not going to get into too much detail, but there was a silver lining to this. I always thought it was that the the Ovikane narrative was put out there and then pushed out there. So it was put out there by the white hats, by the good guys, right? I think COVID was was a elite thing. I think they had it planned and they were going to do it. But by the time we had actually gotten to 2020, um, it, their plan had already been dissolved. We talked about Project Looking Glass and how that's all. Anyway, I think the white hats put out COVID. And that's why you think that COVID isn't is maybe as dangerous as people originally thought. But what COVID did do was it allowed a lot of people to start working from home. And yeah. allowed a lot of people to be be home with their kids and to homeschool them, you know, or whatever, do the distance learning thing and to recognize that they were able to do that. And, and to kind of like in my brain, I'm a visual person, but I see like the, the, the rebuilding of the nuclear family at that point, because it allowed everybody to be home together and doing the family stuff. And I've always kind of ran with this theory. There's, a lot of silver linings to COVID that I don't think enough people talk about. There are some great silver linings. I agree. I think we're done on purpose. I, I think yeah. COVID, I think it was. And I think. Yeah, I do too. It's just, I get I kind of get, because then people are like, well, what about all the small businesses that closed? And then I get that. But that was some of the stuff that came from COVID. But when you, when you're talking about this type of stuff, when you're talking about, the, the dissemination of the nuclear family, like the COVID instantly threw back everybody back together under the same house. Like, mm -hmm. and you were there for your kids and you had to have these hard conversations with your kids. And mm -hmm. people found out that their jobs, that they'd poured their hearts and their souls and their livelihoods into, and you know, their blood and sweat and tears into that they thought would do anything for them, would drop them if they didn't get a jab. Like after how many, like somebody after 30 years, mm -hmm. they got fired because they wouldn't get a jab or walkie, right? Mm -hmm. COVID woke a lot of people up to that kind of stuff. Yes, it um, did. Do you think that maybe it was done on purpose in order to kind of reset the balance of the families, I guess, like the 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 dads, the moms, the husbands, the wives. I don't think family. That, to be completely honest, I don't think that was part of the game plan. And I think that part of the I think that was a massive backfiring that turned out to be very pleasant for the people who were getting boned from the start. <laughs> Good choice of words. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> I think that we are just as resilient and resourceful as we have ever been. Um, I rarely think that, dis despite minor things, I think that people don't really change too much or evolve over long periods of time. I think we've relatively been the same. I just think that we find new ways and clever ways of doing things. And yes, we've made things easier, but for the most part, we're relatively the same. I, I made a post um, about some old graffiti that was found in Pompeii. Okay. And my my post was, if, if you think people change over time, think again, because this is leftover graffiti from Pompeii. And one of the one of the graffiti writings said, um, put a put a name in there. Um, um, I, don't, I don't remember the name of Scrupius or something like that. Like, I hope okay. you're. Do you want me I to hope, pull up your TikTok? Do you want me to play it? It's it's on my Facebook. It's um, 
Oh, I can't do that. Facebook doesn't let me in. I will find it for you right now as I say this because it's hilarious. Um, you might be able to pull it up. Actually, you should have controls on your end on StreamYard to be able to add things. I've got to pull it on my on phone. You. I'll just read it. Off. Oh, that's fine. fine. You can read it off. That's fine too, Jake. Okay. Uh, Are you sure? I can do it your way too. I, I, yeah, that's fine. Oh my God. That's, yes, ma'am. This is our show, not just my show. Yes, ma'am. Purple Princess says, I can't volunteer through work because I'm not poked. Uh, I let lost during our town hall yesterday how dumb it is i may need to start charging for my means do it <laughs> once you get to ten thousand on instagram and if you stay on the good graces they'll monetize you but if you fuck up they're yeah. gonna take it away for like 90 days stone yeah. i love your face appreciate it thank you so much thank you stone june i can monetize an instagram that'll last all of <laughs> two weeks it's a good extra bonus but everyone, just just in case you think that people change over time, I just want to let you know that this was found with Pompeii. This is graffiti left over in Pompeii. One of my favorite ones says, it took 640 paces to walk back and forth between here and there 10 times. That was just graffiti on the wall for fun. Um, another one says, oh, it's Chi. Chi, I hope your hemorrhoids rub together so much that they hurt worse than when they ever have before. <laughs> <laughs> that one goes out to Steve-O here on TikTok. Thank you. Another one says Epaphra is not good at ball games. And my yeah. other favorite one, two friends were here. While they were, they had bad service in every way from a guy named Epaphroditus. They threw him out and spent a hundred and five and a half sisteri most agreeably on hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Our sense of humor is so different. <laughs> it's it's just funny because we. I feel like you should post that more, to your Instagram. So we we seem to be more it. civilized back then in historical times. You know, it, it's it, it just people don't change. We have our senses of humor. We like what we like. We make fun of our friends. We sit around and drink and have good times. But overall, things are relatively the same. Those core things are still the same. It's just the things around that try to affect those core things have changed. You know, we. We don't have to, we don't deal with massive diseases like that, like, like we're dealing with it now. You know, we do it a different way, historically. Um, but for the most part, people are, you know, this this show is, is on the internet. You know, a thousand years ago, we, we would be sitting in an arena around a bunch of people doing this exact same thing. It would be the same thing, just in a different way. Or we'd be sitting in an alley, getting kicked out by Roman guards and say, get out of here, you drunk idiots. You know, and mm -hmm. like, we wouldn't even be drunk and everybody would just love it. But um It'd be way more fun. It would be. We could rent an arena, Jake. Do you guys want to do an arena show someday? We'll rent this arena, but you guys all have to come, and you'll have to buy tickets because that's going to be expensive. <laughs> it will. Amanda it will. Prather wants to know about the dollar store, Ken. We should write that in graffiti on a wall too, so that people can ask about that in a thousand years. Like, what the <clears> fuck was this? Like that. Ain't... Well, it happened about a day after dollar store Barbie happened. <laughs> she changed it back. Oh, you're sick. I, I changed it back for the morning show. I had a troll come in to my live hey. last week and called me a dollar store Barbie. And he did it to be an asshole. Like, he, and then he was all like, Trumper. And I'm like, man, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like, we're center. Like, we ain't on either side. But he called me a dollar store Barbie. And it was so funny. It was so <laughs> early, too, that I could, I busted out laughing. And we ended up becoming friends. Like, where I became friends with my troll over the dollar store Barbie comment. And then Jake came in and he became my dollar store Ken. So now we're dollar store Barbie and dollar store Ken. I'll remember to change my name back. Um, it's just, yeah. 
showing my solidarity. That's it. I appreciate that. I needed that today for sure with Steve. <laughs> Steve. Oh, Steve. yeah. Steve. Steve is, yeah. But why do guys, let me ask you something. Like, mm -hmm. what is it as from a male perspective? And this is probably why it bothered me the most. I was lit that literate that video. I have not gone after anybody. I did one video with the, the, there's a guy on TikTok, but he dresses as a woman. And I don't know, like, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> And, but he, he he talks to people as if he's he's asking for people's kids and I've gone rounds with anyway I did one video on him okay I said hey but listen people think you're trying to connect to people's kids you probably should stop he won't but that's okay but it's pretty rare day that I'm gonna go pick a fight but this dude like came at me like fucking hard like what the fuck is wrong with you ship and I'm like listen like dude I'm over here in my own lane minding my own business and it, it bothers me because he's a he's a guy. Like, I, I feel like, aren't men supposed to be, like, the protectors? Like, I, I understand that men get in their feelings sometimes about things, but it's a pretty rare day that I'll have a man, like, an, like a man-man come and attack me over a video, right? I, it's a pretty rare day that this happens. Mm -hmm. Aren't men supposed to be, like, the protectors and supposed to be, like, the... But this all, all these guys do is attack women on the internet. It's interesting to me. Like, when did that become okay? That do you know that, what I'm saying? Like that became okay when it was celebrated. When we started, we we got they celebrated to this, that asshole. We they got to me this a Russian point. Prostitute. Unfortunately, I blame the internet for it, Chip. I do. Um, we got to this point where, when when the internet really started to evolve, you know, um, in the early YouTube days of like 2007. Um, mm -hmm. It, it kind of, once once it started to take off and evolve around like 2010-ish, we started to see, you know, YouTube was a totally different thing back then than it is now. And there were a lot of, there was a lot of really great, wonderful content you could find back then that you can't find now. And what we started to learn is that we learned how to play the algorithm. And unfortunately, what we understand with that is that we saw this change everything in how we digest and take in information these days is very mm -hmm. different than what we did 20 years ago and and you would know you you absolutely know um it's not as reasonable as it was before you know it, it's it, it became a point where we saw that people were entertained by the entertainment value of it and not so much the quality of the content whereas when everybody was still watching their TVs and not playing on the computer. It was the quality of the content. The best news station delivered the best news and the most accurate news and had the best narratives and gave you the best stories as accurately as they could. And it changed and molded over time when we started to understand that when we played on people's emotions, they watched it more and watched it longer. So we had this aha moment and we took advantage of people's emotions. And there's no emotion really with this one though. Like this guy, like I always just thought there was this unspoken law. Cause I have this unspoken law too. When it comes to men hitting women. So when it comes to a man hitting a woman, I feel like that goes a little above and beyond to a man hitting a man or a woman hitting a woman. Cause men are, are biologically, I do not care what the hell you think or say men are biologically different than women. They're built different. They are bigger. They are stronger. It doesn't matter. They are, they just are. Mm -hmm. And I've always kind of lived by the standard because I've always been kind of rough and tough. But if I ever hit a man like a man, 
I fully expect to be hit back like a man, right? I would never pull the whole. You should, if that's the case. Yeah, you should. And this is why I've never hit a man like a man. Like I've gotten in my feelings. I've gotten mad. I've, I've thrown things, (laughs) never at them, but I've thrown things. Like I've let my emotions get out of control. Sure. But it seems like that line has shifted too, because it, this isn't, you don't just like that guy isn't going to show up at my house and throw hands. I'd love him to, that would be interesting, Of course, but he's not, but it's almost, it's, it's a different kind of a slap right on the internet. And which is a lot of what it is now, right? It's a, it's a, it's a mental game. And I feel like it was just kind of Mm -hmm. like, he could have just backhanded me right then and there. And I'd have been like, fuck you, dude. Like, I just, I never always thought there was like this unspoken law about that kind of stuff. And maybe that's just old thinking. Maybe, maybe that's where the toxic femininity, toxic masculinity comes in. I have always just kind of thought like that. He obviously doesn't, he had no problem doing it with me and doing it with hundreds of other women and, and making fun of them and making all kinds of rude comments and, and sure. Yeah, I then you wonder why we have such big balls. And if if it's if it's any massive testicles, I do. And if that's just the only way that I like my women, it's with balls. (laughs) Get on. (laughs) But sometimes I don't want to have balls. Sometimes I don't want to have to like go to war with some big Frodo looking motherfucker on the internet. Like, and I feel like I shouldn't have to. Like where I'm, where's my divine masculine at this point? Like where is my knight in shining armor? Go get this dude because I'm busy, and I don't want to deal with this right now. Sure, but I mean, you, you those are less to, and less. You know. I know you don't have to, but I um, did. Fuck that guy. Sure. Sometimes you gotta sure. flip a table, but you don't have to either. But you also don't need to be a pushover. There, there are boundaries, there are lines, and my my argument to all of this when it first started becoming a thing. Um, you know, you, you saw the the feminism movement, you know, um, 20, what, 15-ish? We saw that happen. We saw, what we what we saw was a molding of things. We started to see that we could play on the emotions of people and use the emotional factor to further a story, mm-hmm. get more views, make clickbait, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows how clickbait works. Works on your Correct. emotions. It doesn't work Correct. on your logic. Um, Marketing 101. Yes. Yep. And we saw this, we saw this feminism movement. And honestly, you know, it's... There, everything in moderation, nothing in excess. It is wonderful that women in today's society can be absolutely more independent. That is great. I mm-hmm. want them to succeed just as much as the next person. And mm-hmm. factually, if it were me, I prefer the best person for the job. I don't care who it is, if they are the Correct. best, more qualified person. I don't care if your hair is blue. I don't care if your hair is red. I don't care if you have no hair at all. I don't care about any of that shit. I care if you're the best and most qualified person for the job. That's all Correct. that I care about. Would would any of us say that we have that now? No. We are literally hiring people based on discriminatory practices of, well, we need one more black guy in our office. We got to hire a black mm-hmm. guy. So that just takes all the qualification standards out and throws them out the window. And you take one guy who just happens to have a different skin color, you hire them based on that because then you're not woke enough in your office and you can't make it look like the rest of rest of the country if you don't and it can't be a happy super safe space i don't believe in that stuff and it doesn't work i want the best people in the place that they deserved and that they earned and that they deserve to be in despite who they are i don't care 
There was a time when that was a, a male to woman ratio too, right? I can remember that yeah, way back was. when. And it wasn't it wasn't horribly long ago because it was when I first started because the company that I worked for and had to have a when it came to hiring different managers for doing different things, each department had to have a certain amount of women and a certain amount of men. What are you laughing at? Did I miss it? Oh, just somebody I used to play video games with quite a bit, bringing back past Ooh. memories. Um I, I just call him Reno. This guy? Um, yeah. Hi, Reno. Hi. Welcome to the live. It's good to see you. Yeah. Oh, I forget that I'm live on your Twitch, too. Hello, yeah. Jake's Twitch. Hello. Hello. It's good to see you. Um, yeah, that, that, that whole deal didn't... Like, when did chivalry die? That's where I'm getting at. When people didn't want it anymore. And that was... I want it still. Open the door ago. for me. I do, too. I watched, I watched this one TikTok. Well, then again... Okay, no, let me just full stop for that. I watched this one TikTok and it's a chick. I'm not going to say her name, but you guys know who she is. But she made this TikTok and she's like, look, if you don't open the door, the car door for your woman, you're a piece of shit. Full stop. First off, I, don't agree I can that. open I can open my own car door. Like, that's fine. Are If you do it, would I be? Yeah, I'd love it. That would be sweet. But it's not a make or break and it doesn't make you a piece of shit. Knock it off. Right. So I think there's that side of it, too. But like, I don't want to go that far back. Excess, yeah. Right. But I do occasionally. Like, like you don't you don't do that just because that's what you're supposed to do. Like you do that because you're a gentleman and you want to and you want to be sure. Right. Great. Do Remember it. when you used to put because... like your coats over the pedals so that we wouldn't step in them in our heels? Yeah, sure. I do. I don't. I, don't. Wear heels, I mean, I but... don't. I mean, they did that in like singing with the rain and and all that. But um, sing with... maybe that's just another timeline that I that I that's, resonate. That's a very with. Hollywoody. A lot of people really didn't yeah. do that at that time. They were all there's a lot of them were kind of dick dicks about it but so, um yeah my 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 argument when all this like equality and feminism stuff started to come in was like that's pretty ridiculous because the vast majority of people that i know don't feel this way at all we don't we don't want to be screamed down and talked down to by women who want to be more independent that's great if you do i encourage it but you don't have to mm -hmm. scream at me for it be more independent do it it's it's awesome and that should be it that should be it right there there shouldn't be anything else to that I don't care. Um, you know, if, if the job is is to sit there and and be uh, a little more outspoken than I am, and a little more willing to be more honest than I am, and mm -hmm. a, a little more willing to um, defend your friends, then Ship's definitely going to get the job because she's better than me in a lot of ways. But you know, pass. If, if it comes down to certain requirements that benefit me, I would expect to get the job, and it doesn't matter. It makes no difference if she's the most qualified for the per person for, for the job, whatever it is. I hope she gets it. And that has nothing to do mm -hmm. with feminism or equality. It has everything to do with she worked for it. She earned it. She deserves it. So, and I, and I would agree. Like, the, I, I do believe, I believe in the feminist movement to what it was. Because, I mean, like, if we don't go back, you know, way back. Like, women couldn't vote. They couldn't own land. That all absolutely needed yeah. to be fixed, right? Sure. But the whole idea that women need to be paid the same as men for doing the same job. Absolutely, we do. Absolutely. But you damn well better be able to do the job just as well as the man can do it. And this is where I think a lot of women get hung up on, right? That because argument has a lot of fallacy in it, though. It was never 70 cents on the dollar. That was just, I don't know how that came to be, but that was never oh, really the, actually true. I've always been paid the same as my male counterparts. In fact, I was often paid a lot more. So have I. Because I, I busted my ass. Like, I, I, I worked really hard. But so I never, I guess I never understood 
I never understood that. But they scream still that women aren't getting paid as much as men. And boy, I'm just not seeing that. That's like, not I, true. I don't think it is either. I think I think a lot of women expect to walk into a man's workplace and sit down and just be a woman and then get paid. And no offense to the women out there, but I, I've seen it before. Like, I'm not just pulling shit out of my ass. I've actually seen this happen where women got the job just simply because they were a woman and they didn't put in hardly any of the work that they needed to put in to get the job done. But they still got paid the same as everybody else. What a trash ass place to be. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, it makes it a little trashy. And you have to wonder why all of the. You know, that, that's great that the, the equality standards are in place and all that for, for people who don't understand that or whatever. But you have to wonder, it's like, why are there more male suicides? Why are there more male male soldiers? Why are there more male workers in construction? Why are there more male workers as EMTs? Why, why are we taking all of the jobs that take a vast amount of patience, a vast amount of pressure, a vast amount because of toll on our lives? Jake, women are emotional creatures we Correct. just are i Correct. accept it i own it i fucking rock it on a podcast right i can come out here and talk about steve-o here on tiktok and all my emotions about it if he just fine it's fine the Could factual I be an difference between you Fuck and i no. ship is that men are logical and women are emotional that Correct. is that is a foundational that's inherent to who we are in our dna because Correct. you are who you are, because I am who I am, it has nothing to do with anything else. Typically, men are logical. And typically, women are emotional. It is just the way that it works. There's a difference between testosterone is a difference between estrogen. They both work differently. So that being said, do you think that we could ever or should ever have a female president? If, if it's the best person for the job, I'm all about it. I do not care. But you go back to the emotion. Women are emotional. You got the woman carrying around the nuclear football. Okay. China be like, man, she sucked. Be like, bitch. And the, we, unfortunately, that ignorant argument that people will have will be like, oh, she must push the nuclear button because she's on a period. Like that's that kind of stuff is okay. so stupid. It's, it's not, so though. Hold emotional. on. I'm going to full stop you right there because it's not. doing something emotionally, doing something out of emotion because somebody made you mad to spite them is not the job description is not the person that I would hire to do that. If that is the case, if it's somebody who's going to act on emotion and make a horrible decision, I don't want that person to be in control of other people. you got to call me out like that. I want to stop with this for a minute. <laughs> it was one time, one video. I fucked up one time in like three months. Just kidding. Look, not, that's just the way to, but this is why I'm I run a podcast, right? <laughs> this is why I'm very um, transparent and open about everything. Like I've, and I've said it a lot, like you're going to get what you're going to get. And sometimes I'm going to be spot on and logical and be able to give you guys facts and things and encouragement. And other times I'm going to be a mess, right? I'm going to be angry and blubbery and I'm going to talk way too fast about way too many things. But when you go back to the period and look, and this just is, this just is as somebody who struggles with this, especially now for some fucking reason, ever since my last kid was born, my emotions swing so vastly that it is really hard for me about a week out of every month to make rational decisions. I have made some really life-changing, irrational decisions that I normally wouldn't make while I was in, in like right before my cycle started, like my emotions. And unless mm -hmm. you've experienced that kind of like um, tornado of events, it's really hard to explain. I have learned to control it and I've learned to manage it. But I also learned that I should not be in charge of a nuclear football. I've also learned that I should not ever carry. 
Like I don't carry and I do not carry for this reason because I get in my emotions and I don't think straight. And when I don't think straight, I react. I've gotten better at it. I'm good at it. I can control it. It's controlled, but it's not dead. And I don't want to take the chance that I would really fuck up somebody's life just because I am out of my head for a few days out of the month because of the way my biology is built. Does that make like it is a real thing? It's not. Yeah, it's, an it's argument. good that you have the it's, wisdom and foresight to see that too. And call but it, it took a long it time because to, it is what it is. Good, a long time to get here, and I don't feel like a lot of women understand that, and I don't feel like it's talked about enough. This is why I really struggle with women sure. in, in positions like that. I I look at Kamala Harris, right? I mean. She just any chance you ever had of being a woman in a press, she just ruined it. Like straight up, she did. I I can't I can't with Kamala Harris. What a piss poor example of a female in that kind of position. Like I, yeah. I'm almost a little embarrassed to admit that this is the first female we've had that close to being president of the United States is mother loving Kamala Harris. Like yeah, she's doing such a terrible job. And I don't care if you're right or you're left. She is doing a horrible job. She is not able to come up there and have any kind of, of conversation or give any kind of speeches that are encouraging or informational. It's all just this, this giddy college girl. We're going to continue to do what we've been doing. And we right. will just keep doing what we've done while we've done it and we're doing it and we're going to continue to do it. Wow, so profound. My, my main she, critique, Ship, is terrible. I cannot listen to her, not because she's a female, but it always sounds like one of two things. When she talks, she always sounds like she's either getting ready we to cry it, and trying to hold oh, it back, or she remember? just got done crying. Why does she always you, sound like that? How are you going to be the first female president, vice president of the United States of America? And that's the first thing, that's the first way that you're going to act when realizing that you won. We In your sweats after a run, like I understand that they were trying to humanize her, whatever, mm -hmm. but that's I feel like... Theatrics. At, at that point, like that should have been a, a where you were put together, come out as a speech and do a speech, an actual speech. Like, I feel like. And maybe we're just different in that sense. Right. Maybe that's where, like, I'm just a different female than she is. I run with emotions. Absolutely. But I mm -hmm. also know when to turn it on and turn it off. And I feel like she just never turned it on at all. She's constantly giggling and, and yeah, she's just a terrible excuse. I, I'm yeah. Yeah. I agree. Disappointed. Even as a Democrat, like I'm disappointed that she's not doing a better job for I just women can't get everywhere. Get past her voice, and it's just her voice it has nothing to do with anything else. Like, why do you sound like you're crying or getting ready to, or just got done crying? Like, what's wrong? Why is something always wrong? Like, what? what I don't understand. But I mean, she imprisoned more of mm -hmm. of her own people than than anybody else, and then runs for somebody who wants to just do the complete opposite of what she just did, and. That's I, our whole administration. We're in upside down land. Very back and forth. Yeah, it's very back mm -hmm. and forth. Very up and down. One extreme to the other. And I don't understand it. I don't understand why we put up with it. Um, so that's why I just use my TikTok channel for that. Because I don't like it. I don't like it. I do the same thing most of the time. 99% of the time I use my TikTok channel for informational reasons only. Every now I, and again. I would imagine if we're truly in, in the political spectrum ship, I would want the best person for the job. The best person for the job should be somebody who is level-headed, who is professional, who knows a little bit about foreign policy, who knows a little bit about <laughs> local policy and how things work. Anything. 
but is there to understand that they are there for the people. That was the original plan, guys, is that the the president was to make what they make. It's a it's a menial sum of $400,000, which is a great salary for anybody. Like, I would take that any day. I'd be like, yeah, sign me up. Yeah. But um, as as a president, you know, it's it's that way, and it's not $400 million a year for a reason. It's because... That is the incentive. The incentive was that, yeah, you're going to be the commander-in-chief. You're going to have all of these powers that nobody else in the world is supposed to have. And we're going to pay you a very menial wage for it because you're not there for the money. You are supposed to be there for the people. And if you are not there for the people, guess what we're going to do? We have this whole system of checks and balances. And if it gets bad enough, and if you suck enough, we're going to come and remove you. And, and then if you try to fight that, then we've got millions of people all around this country that you just screwed over who are going to come and utilize their first and second amendments. And they are going to put that into action and they will physically remove you if they have to. Oh, you mean it's and that serious? Yes. We just but that's came not, from this. But we're there now. Like, and I don't feel like anybody is going to physically or anything of remove anybody at this point. Like, no, but we could. We have the ability we, too. Do, God, Jake, do we? Look at half these. We people. absolutely look at do. Steve. You're on TikTok. What's Steve over here going to do? Of course, he's from Canada. Well, but he's got his gaming headset like on, and he's, he's in his mom's basement. It's his first problem. Steve is somebody who needs to learn some very important lessons. And what Steve needs to learn is how not to be an asshole to people who he doesn't need to be an asshole to. And the problem with Steve is that he's immature and he's ignorant and going after people. Yeah, there's always a bigger fish out there and because he has 110,000 followers on a platform. I don't care. I've got almost 300,000. He's small potatoes to me. I could sit here and talk shit about him all day if I wanted mm -hmm. to, but I'm not going to. Um, I appreciate it. I <laughs> I know that you guy. will. I know you will. And I'm going to have your back yeah. on it because I'm, because I know you're, you you're will. my friend, but you know, it's, it, it is not the, it's not the quantity. It's the quality. I would argue. I don't know anything about Steve, but I would argue just based on what I've seen. I don't care if he had 110 million followers. I think you've got what, like roughly 60 or 70,000 on TikTok, Six, right? 5,000 and change. And I would We're argue that land your crowd now. is far more valuable than his ever will be. Well, that's what I pointed out today in the video because, like, they have followed me everywhere. Like, Absolutely. we and they just continue to because they're the shit. Because yes. we are all the shit. Like, we're the shit. You've, you've got some very wonderful amazing. people behind you pushing you forward yeah. and supporting you. You've got some very, that's a very rare thing to have. And, and you've done that. So I would argue, um, you know, it, it comes down to quality. And as far as quality, I would, I would, I don't care how many followers that person has. If I were, if you were an advertiser, would you hire that guy or would you hire you? You know, I would hire me, man. My people are the shit. Yeah, my people. And if are you're like, an advertiser, you know exactly why. I know, but still, fuck that guy. Like I got in my feelings for a minute. This is what I'm saying. This is why I can never be president, Jake. This Emotional, is why I run a podcast. Logical. Yes, absolutely. That's why I reached out to you. Say, hey, fuck this guy. And you were yeah. like, listen, I just feel like, like that. You like you want me to go beat him up? Like maybe get all big brother on me. I appreciated <laughs> it. Like I wanted that's what I wanted to hear. Like, no, I got it. It's fine. Fuck. Jake, my guy, we're over our hour. Do you want to leave everybody with something before we wrap this up for tonight? A short thing? I mean, it would yeah. 
Take all the time you need. <laughs> well, you said we're over our time. I give you extra time over our time because I know you're going to say a long story. Wow. About how I should let people love me and probably about how love is the answer and I shouldn't be so aggressive on TikTok. That that does sound like something I would say. Mm -hmm. Fuck but you, Steve. Sometimes Sorry, you don't. do have to say fuck you to Steve. Fuck you. Flip the table. Made me feel Absolutely. better. Absolutely. You know, there's there's a time to be passive. There's a time to be aggressive. And some people confuse those things, ship. And maybe I'll leave it with this. Maybe that's okay. the good thing to end on. Okay. Is that you don't have to let everyone push you around. But you can't let nobody push you around. You can't go after everybody who says something bad about you. But We're not going to fight every battle that comes to our door. Sometimes you absolutely do have to stand up for yourself. But generally, my response to this is do nothing that doesn't serve you. It served me today. Emotionally. <laughs> look at look we had we had an amazing live though that came out of it, right? There was some this was a really good topic. This is a topic I think that yeah. needed to be touched on. Yeah. So it did. Uh, it did. We had a lot of people in here. Y'all got to come in here and hang out. Thanks. You know what? Thanks, Steve. Thanks for making your shit video so that I could get mad about it and then we could talk about it tonight like adults. Yeah. I hope your YouTube gets better, Steve. Sitting pretty shitty now. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. No, All right, we're gonna Jeb, go. Calm down. Chip. I hit the button. Wow. Okay. I know. I'm so I hit the button. I did this the other night too. Like I just like I don't remember who I was with, but I just I was over the the end the broadcast and they were still talking and I just twitched. I just I ended the broadcast. I'm getting you a stream deck, dude. I ended the broadcast mid mid sentence. So like, oh well, anyway, everyone loved one another. <laughs> so I think it was Jen. Oh, sorry, Jen. Jen, if you're oh Jen, oh yes. Okay, this morning's live had to be canceled. Jen had a family emergency come up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna let her talk more about it. I'm not gonna dive too much into it. We'll probably talk about it Monday morning. She will be back Monday morning, so we'll be back Monday morning. And I am off. Mr. Dows, I'm off for the rest of the weekend. So tonight we're going to wrap this up and then I'm off tomorrow and Sunday. We are going to be moving the ship down to <laughs> my basement so that the youngest. <laughs> Why she kept in charge of the nuclear button right there. <laughs> huh? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then that's like exactly what you do is you laugh about it. You'd be like, oh, my <laughs> finger twitched. <laughs> the president <laughs> of China is like in the middle of a, of a Zoom call and I'm like, fuck this dude. <laughs> Shut up. Nobody wants to hear about it, Kim Young G. Okay, just stop talking and broadcast. I got to move the ship downstairs because we're going to give the youngest tugboat this room because he needs his own space because all they do is fight. And it's a really long story. We'll get into it another day. Yeah. But that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend. And so come Monday morning, we're going to be back live with Jen. We'll talk about what's going on with her and uh, probably talk leave, about though, other stuff. What? I got to, dude. Go to www.jakedials.com. No, no, oh, no. all my music is out on Spotify. Oh, it's Spotify. That's right. And it's you on TikTok. Your, you broke your keyboard out. He's out making you guys tunes. So go find Jake Dials. No, it's not called Jake Dials. I'm Just sorry. look at my name. It's all there. I'm making you guys free tunes to use for your videos because I'm tired of all the uh, copyright. Oh, my frames. God. I had 
12 videos get muted in like a day and they were old because yeah. of copyright and i'm like and what are you doing TikTok? just like, making all the stuff so you can avoid that so you're on spotify and so they just type in jake dials on spotify or is it mm -hmm. on your website or okay just my name. and you're verified so you've got a blue check mark on spotify so you'll be able to find you yeah. so go and download spotify and go find jake dials on spotify and download his music so that you can use it on tiktok i'm just gonna keep uh, making more it's just gonna i'm keep supposed to have out. a shipwreck song it's not there yet though i kept looking but someone's after it. yeah everyone's after us all the time it's nothing new are you new here what what somebody's after who's after us what are you talking about now uh, probably yeah. i don't know it's fine it's probably the russians i don't get into Kay. squabbles yeah yes you do sometimes i I, I drag you into a couple there's only like two that i think <laughs> i've ever dragged you into True. okay that's it there's jen snow right there jen snow hello see she's alive i promise you guys so, yeah, go show Jen Snow some love. I'm going to let her talk about it Monday. Hey. I am not going to talk about it. That's it. Jake, you got anything else? I don't. Congratulations on your Spotify. I hope oh, hey, that thanks. it is everything that you hoped it would be. And thank you guys for coming out tonight. I love your faces. Happy Friday. I hope you guys have the best weekend, and I will see you Monday morning. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi, and watch out for all them deer. Bye, guys.